Get it. It's just leading. It's your boy D. I'm sorry. Sitting in a home room with Smooth. Last down and fish. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, y'all? <laughs> I'm Smooth, and I'm here with Portia Rochelle, uh, your favorite Arkansas realtor. How you doing today? I'm good. How's it going? going good it's going good you know you know um I'm, I'm okay today you know i i asked for a certain haircut and got a different one i i didn't get what i asked for but it, it people tell me it's working so i'm like okay fine i'll take it it's working for you <laughs> <laughs> oh. yes How, how's your day going i was going pretty good i just got back from a trip so today i'm just like getting into the rhythm today actually was the first day of my business week so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh, when is your business week in? I honestly, it, there is no set day on when it ends. <laughs> I show houses on Saturday and Sunday, so it's not like a Monday through Friday type of thing at all. <laughs> okay. Um. So I guess to just to simply get started, how did you like realize you were gonna go into realtor, like realty, like? sell homes and property. Right. Well, I've been licensed for six years now. And yeah, it's been a while. So, and my mom, she's a home builder. She's a contractor. And so I kind of grew up on construction sites and watching homes get built from the ground up. And so hmm. I guess it just kind of was in my blood. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is there is there any particular thing about the job that you like really like? You know what I'm saying? Like what 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 jumps out at you first? Like as like oh yeah, this is my favorite part. Um, I really do enjoy. I really do love people. I have a heart for people. I love working with families. I love um, the enthusiasm they get once I get them pre-approved. Where you know, and showing them how easy it is, and making the process and that transition smooth when they maybe once thought it as being something that was so hard. I tend to come mm -hmm. in and I'm just like, I take over and I make it so easy for them. And it's mm -hmm. like just the expression on their face and they're just like, oh, I thought this was going to be like rocket science. I'm like, no, <laughs> it, does, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> so it's all about who you choose to work with. And I, all of my clients, I can honestly say all of my clients will vouch for me hands down that I made the process very smooth for them, for sure. Okay. Okay. And, um, what what would you, what um I guess how is the Arkansas real estate market? How is that? How is how it's working that? Oh well, and how do you so, see it differs from other markets? Well, you know, Arkansas real estate market, the housing market is a lot lower and a lot more affordable here than, than other states. So we're actually one of the most affordable states to live in. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I recently just came from California and you compare their market to our market and, <laughs> you know, it is a major difference. I mean, you have houses that's worth a million dollars that you put that same house here and it's like two to 300,000 mm. so, <laughs> and, you know, and the square footage would be all small and you put that same budget here, you can get a lot more bang for your buck, bigger square footage and everything. So, I mean... I love Arkansas, and I, I do believe that Arkansas is one of the most prime places that you can live because you can get more 
for your money here. Yeah, that's that's very true. That's very true. As a former Arkansas, I live in California. You, know? you live well. Listen, when you ready to buy a house, you need to come to Arkansas and get your house. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been considered. I've been looking at that, like looking at stuff back home, and I'm like, man, it's it is way more affordable. Like it's doable. I can get like a backyard and things that I actually want. Right. Exactly. You get more square footage, more land. Um. And then our lenders here are super accessible. The lenders that I work with, um, we established such a team and such a network. I always tell people it's never a one-woman show. I cannot do this on my own. I, I have lenders, appraisers, inspectors, so many moving parts, you know, closers at the title company. So it's never mm -hmm. a one-woman show. Um, and so my clients, when they work with me, they begin to realize that I'm really supported by a, a whole team. You know, my broker, she's one of my biggest people that's like championing me on. Mm -hmm. So it's really a whole team that, you know, my clients will get to meet. And people generally, they, they love everyone that, that's on my team that I introduce them to. It's a pretty good personality match. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so I guess um, what 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 locations in Arkansas are like, would you say are like, like hot right now like for people like where are people like going to move to right now hmm. I would say a hot market right now is going to be Bitten and Bryant mm. interesting Bryant. I know it's it's <laughs> on the come up it's wow. on the come up and it literally is turning into the new Chanel because there's so many shopping centers and outlets that's over in mm. that direction um, so I can totally see it being like the new West Little Rock, basically. Um, the secondary market that I would say, you know, West Little Rock and that Chanel area, it's, mm -hmm. that's always a prime location, especially like if you want like a certain type of luxury housing market, that market mm -hmm. is really good. And then over off of, um, off of Canis, on the back, sorry, mm -hmm. my dog. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, there's there's different areas, and but I would say what is booming right now, where I'm noticing a lot more activity, is um, Bitten and Bryant. It's it's booming. I I am really surprised at that. Like, like you couldn't have told me like ten years ago that was gonna happen. You know, 10 years ago, it qualified for a USDA loan, which is a rural development loan. Um, wow. Because they were trying to increase the population out there. So people were able to get in with no down payment. That is one of the USDA perks. And now a lot of the areas don't qualify for that USDA because it's more populated. So people are getting in with either conventional loans, FHA loans, you know, VA loans or cash. But... A lot of the areas aren't, it's not to say that there aren't areas that, that would have it. Maybe if you're going more towards the outskirts where you're talking mm -hmm. about Haskell, Arkansas, but you know, that area it's, it's, it's grown so much within the last few years for sure. Okay. So with, um, what would you recommend for first time home buyers? Like, what would you recommend they do and try and get together before they actually like go to like show up and approach to try and buy a home? They need to call me. <laughs> just call you? Just straight up call? <laughs> yes. They need to call me because okay. um, 
you know, they need to call me so that I can specifically work with them about what their financial standings are. And, you know, we can have that, con we can do a consultation. We can talk about, you know, what your income to debt ratio is. We can talk about the documents that you're going to need to get pre-approved. And so I would, the first thing that you need to do if you're thinking about buying a home is to connect with your trustworthy realtor. Because sometimes people think that, oh, I just need to first pay off this debt. And they go in and they pay off all these credit card debts. And then they go try to get their pre-approval. And they can't get pre-approved because there isn't any credit lines to show. They paid off everything. And they don't have any credit lines open. So mm. any good lender will tell you, don't go and pay off everything. There's some yeah. things, and, and it's very case by case according to the individual, right? So it's mm -hmm. something that the lender may tell you, hey, just pay this down. Don't pay it off. Or it may be something that you may not even know that's on your credit that the lender may tell you, go ahead and pay that off. You know, so don't work backwards. Oftentimes people want to work backwards. They They want to try to get their credit together on their own and then go get um, a realtor and get the realtor to try to show them houses and they don't even have a pre-approval letter, just completely mm -hmm. working backwards. And so yeah. I would suggest the first thing that you do is to call me so <laughs> that I can set up a consultation with you. No, seriously. And I have, yeah. I've worked very diligently on these first time home buyer guides and the first time home buyer is just anyone that hasn't purchased real estate in the last three years. So, you know, I've worked diligently on these first-time homebuyer guides that I put together, and it basically outlines the process from beginning to end, from selecting your realtor to getting pre-approved, your funding, to what type of loan programs you'll qualify for, to, you know, down payment assistance, because sometimes people may want down payment assistance, and what does that look like? You know, is that going to be a second mortgage, or are you actually taking out some type of a grant where you don't have to pay back, you know, mm -hmm. even down to the closing table. So I really walk my clients through every single part of it. And I do make it easy and simplify for them because as I say, every leader needs to delegate, right? Mm, okay. And that's, yep. that's being an effective leader. Like how can you be a leader if you don't delegate? How can you be a leader mm. if you don't have a team? So if you are a person that's in the market, you know, you are you take ownership you're a leader you know in your own right so delegate it delegate it out hire me to do the mm -hmm. to do the heavy lifting for me and know that there's a whole team that's going to vouch for you and work behind you to get this done wow okay okay i'm convinced ah, yes. <laughs> so, so 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 what what how can people reach you how can people reach you just call or text me. I'm pretty easy. My phone number is 501-615-4602. I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. Um, you know, I do have to weed out. I do have to vet out, you know, who's, you know, you know. <laughs> no, no, don't tell me to explain it on your business line like that. I mean, I no, like for real, like I do have to vet some things out. Um, Sorry, I do have mm -hmm. to vet some things out because, you know, sometimes people will, you know, they'll try to use my real estate business. I would say men will try to use my real estate business to <laughs> hunt at me. 
and I have a very strong spirit of discernment. So I all know, like, okay, like if you're serious, we gonna get you to the pre-approval. We gonna get you to the closing table. Mm. Or if you just trying to like, you know, like mm. trying to get me to meet up with you. Like I'm a very smart woman. I have a very strong spirit of discernment. So, but for the most part, you know, most of the people that reach out to me, they're serious. And, you know, I even help them build their credit up if their credit is not where it needs to be. My team and I, we can help you get where your credit needs to be so you can get hmm. approved. And I'm not that type of person that's just going to jump and get someone pre-approved. If you have, you talk to me and you tell me in the consultation, you know, you want to get approved for a certain budget and, you know, or you want to get approved, you know, at a certain interest rate. I'm not going to try to be like, okay, well, let's get you pre-approved right now on your credit score is a 640. But if we know that, okay, we can get you up to 680 or we can get you up to 700, then you're going to be in better shape to get that certain pre-approval amount. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, or if you know that you're going to get a raise, we can get right. you that pre-approval amount or that, you know, so I'm going to work with you. Like, okay, we have an action plan. Okay. Yeah. This is your action plan. It's going to take you three to six months. If you decide mm. to get approved now, you know, you may not, you're not going to get what you may desire right now. Mm -hmm. So we may have to wait. So I do work with people. Or even if you come to me and let's say your credit score is at a 560, you know, I'm going to let you know, like, okay, you know, what type of pre-approval are you looking for? Because there's programs mm. where you can get approved at a 580, but, you know, do you have money in reserves? Do you have money to come to the table for your closing costs? Okay, No. Well, then let's get you up to a 620 or a 640 so you can qualify for down payment assistance. So, and I have a team, a credit specialist that I work with that can help people reach those levels of where you're trying to go. So I'm not just going to be like, okay, we got you approved, let's go, and then just throw you in the house and it's not meeting your goals or your criteria. Okay, man. Hey, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> you, you sound like you're wonderful to work with. You know what I'm saying? Fellas, stop playing on her business line. <laughs> stop playing. Stop playing with me. <laughs> on the business line, man. Come on, man. At least yeah, it's cool. Have some, have it's some class. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit her up on the personal line, you know, like the personal catch her, catch her out and like, yo. Anyway. At least buy a house from me, like, you know, buy a house from me, like, for, for real, like, <laughs> buy a whole yeah. house from me, and, you know, maybe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but um, lastly, but certainly not least, um, I do want to talk to you about um, the story that you posted on uh, on Facebook, and now it's actually on YouTube um, in, like, full video format. And um, I, I just want to get your thoughts on, like, um, like God being real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me sip some tea on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Jesus is very much so alive, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's very much so alive, and he's very much so on the throne. Um, yeah, so... What inspired me to to share that? I didn't wake up that morning knowing that that was going to be. Um, I actually hadn't been posting on social media all that much prior to that. I had you really don't. Break. 
<laughs> you really don't. I'm be honest. You don't. <laughs> you know, like, I just feel like I'll post about my business and then I log off. Because if I'm not talking about real estate, I really don't have anything to talk to you guys about. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I woke up that morning and I don't know if I, if it was, um, you know, holy, it was Easter weekend. And mm -hmm. Resurrection Sunday was the next day. And I woke up that morning and, you know, God had been dealing with me uh, for a while now about sharing my um, encounter. That's the best way that I can describe it. Hold on, I'm sorry. I have to let my dog back in. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, God had been dealing with me for a while about sharing my encounter. And I guess you could say I kind of was fighting it. I was just like, okay. I was like Jonah in the well. I was like, no, <laughs> mm -hmm. no, I don't. Cause I'm a very private person. And, and that is a very intimate part of my life. It's a very intimate part of my life. You know, I have my degrees in psychology, counseling and mental health. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, I understand like, okay, the, how the brain works and the psychology, but you know, there's some things that science can't explain. And I always say that, you know, science just kind of basically, it just leads us back to God. You can't, you can't, um, you can't separate the two because it's through science that you can kind of break down to kind of understand, you know, how God has things set up. Um, mm -hmm. But one thing about God, you know, he's infinite and omnipotent. So we're always going to be learning. Even when we get to heaven, we'll be learning forever. Mm -hmm. That's the beautiful yeah. part about it. Yeah. But yeah, those encounters are pretty deep. It, it didn't all just happen at one time. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer in the word, you know, when the word says, draw closer to me and I'll draw closer to you. Mm -hmm. um, so I've always, I've always been, I've always had, I've always had the gift of the prophetic and that I've always, I've always been able to know things. God has always shown me things. I've always mm -hmm. had visions, rather be open or closed visions or dreams. I've always been able to, you know, God has, I've, I've never... I may have dabbled in the world, but I've never given up or, you know, you know, let go of Christ. Christ was always in my heart. You know, I just kind of, you know, had to go out there, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, everybody, everybody, you know. <laughs> we can't all be saved at the same time, you know. <laughs> exactly. Then there'd be nobody to save. <laughs> exactly. And, and, there, and there's no condemnation in Christ. We're all growing at different times, right? And, right. and so I had to have my moment where, you know, I really had to spiritually grow up. Not just spiritually, but mentally grow up. And um, so, you know, when you go out there and you try to do things without God and you are a child of God, you know, God is going to chin check you and, you know, he's going to let you bump your head, you know, and, you know, it was through, you know, God chin checking me, those life lessons, you know, and me bumping my head where I began to say, you know what, this isn't for me. You know, I don't like this path that I'm going down. Mm -hmm. It's actually harder and I just completely got to a point where I was like, you know what, like Christ, like I'm really surrendering, like I'm really coming to you. 
you know, mm-hmm. like the prodigal daughter. <laughs> the prodigal daughter. <laughs> I, you know, it's like, you know, I, I, I give up. Like, I tried doing it my way, and it's just not working out. So, so mm-hmm. and that's how, that's how once I began to, like I said, I, I was out, and I tried doing it my way. And so for the longest, I think I had got caught up in this wave at the time a few years ago where this new age wave where people were like really promoting being spiritual. And one thing you gotta, you know, know is, you know, demons are spiritual too. So, you know, like how, mm. what, you know, and so people say, oh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Does You know, you could be demon possessed. <laughs> like, yeah. Talking about I'm spiritual because demons <laughs> are spiritual too. So witches yeah. are spiritual. You know, they don't operate in the full dimensions of heaven, but they can operate in the fifth dimension and they can see things, which is our spiritual. So you really have to like ask, you really have to ask the important questions. Otherwise you will be fooled. Right. So when I, a few years ago, you know, I was fooled. And so I was always going to church. I was reading my Bible, but there was things that I had adapted into my lifestyle, you know, like meditating with crystals and, staging my home and, you know, just, you know, looking at my astrology and trying to figure out, okay, what's the Pisces people doing? What does it say? Had no idea. (laughs) Had no idea until it was shown to me biblically and, um, you know, through the word of God that those zodiac signs are actually demons that want to control people based on the date of their birth being born. So if you're claiming to be an Aries, you're you're basically claiming to be subjected to a demon that's ruling over people that's born. You're not called to be an Aries. You're called to be like Christ. Mm. Okay. 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 <laughs> I, I felt like that was personal because I'm an Aries. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it wasn't. It wasn't. It was, you know, maybe that's just Holy Spirit speaking through me right now. <laughs> but no but like for real like you know like so god began to chin check me and so i went out there i bumped my head and i i got to the point where i was praying and it truly felt like like my prayers were not being answered and it truly felt like i was at such a distance from God. And I didn't understand it because, you know, I was still reading my Bible. I still was believing in in Christ. I was still, you know, praying to Jesus. I didn't understand it. Mm. And, um, you know, like I said, that was when, that was when, you know, God began to deal with me about fasting because prior to fasting, you know, life had happened and it got a little hard for me. And instead of me turning to Christ, I turned to the world and I went out to get a tarot card reading. And, Mm. you know, when I got the card reading, it was funny because each time I got it twice and each time the people didn't want to tell me that I got the devil card. (laughs) They tried to hide it. (laughs) They were like, yeah, and then you got the devil card over here, but don't, don't worry about that girl. You know, (laughs) and I was just like, oh goodness, you know, like, why did I get the devil card? You know, that's pretty scary. And, um, you know, so then right after I did the tarot card reading, like literally all hell broke loose in my life. And mm. like, it was just, I can't even explain. And it was just like anything that you could think of that could have gone bad, it went bad. Yeah. 
And so um, that's when, you know, but God never left me. God mm -hmm. never left me during that time. He never forsaken me. He was always with me. He allowed for me to go through that because he knew that through me going through that, it was going to eventually draw me closer to him. So sometimes our mistakes, oftentimes, very much so, our yeah. mistakes is what draws us. So it's okay to make mistakes. It happens mm -hmm. to the best of us. That is what draws us to Christ, especially when you are a child of God. So that was when God told me to fast, and I fasted for seven days. And I, I had never fasted, you know, outside of when I was little, you know, mm -hmm. and, and the, and my mom would say, we're fasting, we would do a fast for that. And I didn't know what was going on. I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so I call it my big girl fast because it was a fast that I had decided to make a conscious decision to do as an adult. And, and I knew like, okay, I need to get my life together. And so I fasted for seven days. I've been getting a lot of people asking me, like, what did you do during your fast? <laughs> and what did you eat? <laughs> well, you know, you know, I didn't, all I ate was crackers and drank water. And um, I just basically meditated on the word. And, you know, just at the, you know, towards the evening time, sometimes I would, you know, watch comedy or watch shows that, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like bring my spirit down, you know, to level me out. Um, so like I would watch like the Jamie Foxx show or something so I can get a good laugh in, you know, to kind yeah. of balance me out. Um, but I was still very conscious of what I watched. I mm. didn't want to just like watch anything, you know, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to be very conscious of what I watched and what I was putting into my spirit. Yeah. That's man. Cause, okay. So to go, to go back to something that you said, like with you getting like the, um, <clears throat> the, the tarot card reading or whatnot. I that that moment there like to me that sounds like to to me um I don't remember the exact thing in my life but it it goes to like touching like going to certain levels like there's levels of like darkness that exists in the world like there's levels like and sometimes you go to a place where you end up touching something or you end up coming into contact with something that you were never supposed to ever you know what I'm saying and you're not you're not necessarily built for that so that's why you end up going through that because you, you weren't you're not supposed to be there like no not being you know? a child of god never and so the thing about it is i always like you know ask people like where's your foundation like if you're a child of god if you're a christian if you've accepted jesus into your heart then your foundation should be the bible right right and so the bible speaks strongly against divination which is you know the practice of tarot cards and readings and astrology mm -hmm. and Saging your home, wearing the crystals, the evil eye, like all of that stuff is divination. Nowadays, people make it cute to be a witch. And it's nothing cute about it. It's very, yeah. it's very blasphemous to God. And so the Bible speaks about divination in the book of Deuteronomy. And you can also see where even in the New Testament, I believe it was Paul or Peter. But there was a woman. Was it Peter? I don't know. But there was mm -hmm. a woman who who began to speak and she was like the local witch basically and she mm -hmm. operated with a familiar spirit <clears throat> and so what that means is that you know she was operating she was operating with a familiar spirit um and a, it goes really deep i don't want to like 
scared to speak to people off. I mean, nah, you, you're good. You're good. We're, we're <laughs> good around here. Was, the woman was operating with a familiar spirit, and so she began to say things about who he was. Like, okay, listen to him. You know, he's God's, you know, messenger. And and Paul, or I don't know if it was Paul or Peter, but he looked at her, and he rebuked her, and he rebuked the familiar spirit that she was operating with, and he casted that spirit out of her. And afterwards, she could no longer be a psychic. She could no longer, because her, her quote-unquote psychic energy, it wasn't holy. It was coming from a place of divination, and she was operating with a familiar spirit. And then we look at the book of Deuteronomy, and we see whenever Saul, when God had basically positioned Saul, where he said, I'm no longer, I no longer have my hand on you. I'm giving your, your title of being king over to David. And Saul felt so far from God, he went and he found, you know, a local psychic or whatever mm. to conjure up, you know, was it, um, who was it? Was it Samuel? Is it Samuel? What you talking about? What? Okay, so the story was that Saul had went, and this is in the book of Deuteronomy, but Saul had went and he found the local sorcerer to conjure up, I want to say it was Samuel or somebody. And, and so at this time, the people who had died that were holy, they went to Abraham's bosom. This is before Jesus came. And so mm-hmm. Saul came, I want to say, Samuel, he came up out of the ground. Let me make sure that I'm saying this correctly. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Like, man. But he came up out of the ground, and, and the, the psychic or the witch who he, was, um, who he was working with was like, she was used to operating, yeah, it was Samuel, she was used to operating with the familiar spirit, so the people, whenever she would talk to the dead, she wasn't really talking to the people that was dead, she was really talking to demons. Yeah. And so she was actually shocked. And she was like, who did you have me to bring up? Because she actually brought up, so, you know, like, so that, the Bible warns against it because, you know, there are people that are, that's gone on and they didn't make it to heaven. <laughs> Unfortunately, you mm-hmm. know, they went to the other place. And so when you're talking to mediums and things like that, and you're like, oh, you know, my such and such, you know, came back to me and told me A, B, and C through this medium, you know, it wasn't them. It's it's a, it's a it's a familiar spirit that that person is operating with, and you're really just attaching yourself to a demon on your life. Mm. And so it gets it gets really deep. But it, like it was through my own tarot card reading, where you know God revealed to me that there was <laughs> that something attached itself to my life, and that mm. was why all hell broke loose, and that was why I had to fast. And it was through me fasting, because like I said in the video, some things you can't get rid of through prayer, some things you have to get rid of through fasting. And it Mm -hmm. was through me fasting where I'll never forget that night. Like, I'll never forget it. I went to bed and I heard Holy Spirit tell me, like, I'm going to show you something tonight. Like, tonight you're going to, you're going to, you're going to see something. And I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, you know, I wasn't quite sure, but when I woke up, like, it was like around, I don't know, three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, I saw this brown elongated demon that was literally bent over my bed. And when I tell you it scared the heebie bejeebies out of me Ooh. and I was seeing it with my own, like 
Like this yeah, wasn't physical the dream. <laughs> and it, it was super scary. Um, and you know, it, I like I like I said in the video, I put the covers up over my face three times, and it did not go away until the third time. And it wasn't until like I I prayed, and I was just like, oh my goodness, God, like what is it that you want me to see? Like I'm just like, and then on that third time, that's when it went away, and then that's when I heard the voice of the Lord say, "This is what I've removed off of you." That's when I heard God tell me like, okay. This is what's been oppressing you. This is what's been depressing you. This mm. is the energy when you were feeling this type of way that, you know, this was the spirit or the demon that was making you feel like that. So you have to fast to get rid of it. And when it was removed that night, God removed it out of my space. And when I came off of my fast, I can't explain it. I felt renewed in Christ. Like, I just felt mm. like there was this burden that was lifted off of me. And it definitely confirmed, like, you know, I don't need to be playing in the devil's backyard. And I definitely need to be taking my walk with Christ a lot more seriously. Mm. Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> nah, 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 like, for real, for real. Like, nah, because, like, even, like, because when I, like, because small backstory. So before before this, right, y'all, like, I, I was just scrolling through Facebook, scrolling through Facebook. And then somehow I end up on your story. Like, normally, I don't even see your story. Like, I really don't. And I just sat there, and I watched the whole thing. And then that's when I was like, I'm like, yo, I got to interview this person. Like, I have to. Like, I have to. I have to I have to sit and talk with this person. Because, like, am I am I where I want to be? Am I what we got? No. But I'm a lot better than I was, like, two years ago. Yes. Right. I'm way better than I was two years ago. It's years all about ago. growth, you know? Yeah. Yeah, two years ago, that was, ooh. Nope. Right, like two years ago, I was like, <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, yeah, and and that's that's what that's what kind of like um, that was the that was the main thing that drew me to like it it was it wasn't just like what you were saying, it was how you were saying it, and like even now, like how you're describing the interactions and how you're telling um, like you're referencing the word and all that stuff, like that's the stuff that's like I'm like I'm I'm like okay, like I'm like. I'm glued, like I'm glued, because I'm like. And I always okay, tell like, people you... like, don't just don't just take my word for it. Like, go look it up for yourself in the Bible. Like when I tell you these stories about, okay, Saul tried keep conjured up Samuel. When I tell you the story about, you know, I don't know if it was Peter or Paul. I be getting my peas mixed up. <laughs> yeah. But he yeah. like, you know, it happens to the best of us. Right, like it's in the New Testament. Like, go look this stuff up. Like I'm not making, but go look it up for yourself. That way, you you're not. You don't just take my word for it. You know, mm -hmm. rightly divide scripture for yourself. Spend time with God for yourself. And God yep. will reveal himself to you as you draw closer to him. Yep, yep. That is that is 110% true. 110% <laughs> true. Yeah, I'm, I'm, de I'm definitely going to go into Deuteronomy and control F and uh, find <laughs> find out where, find what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the... the Saul and the spirit media. I'm getting here. I kind of looked it up. Yeah. Okay. So in Deuteronomy, it talks about how, you know, God is against, you know, it calls it, it calls it a spirit of divination, but I believe, okay, I'm looking it up on Google and it's saying that it's in like first Samuel 28. So if anyone, mm -hmm. and I be having listened, I know this word, but I still be having to like Google, like, I, I know I read that story. Let me Google mm -hmm. where, <laughs> where I yeah. read it from. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, because I, I used to, yeah, because I used to like, you know, um, do what is that, the, um, like the little Bible bowls, the, uh, the Sunday school challenge, like all of that. Like, I didn't read through the Bible a couple times, listen to it on audiobook. So, like, when people say stuff, I, I be knowing, but I'm right. like, I gotta go, I gotta go back and like go find that. <laughs> I gotta go back right. and go find it. And it seeps in on a different level. I and mean, when you go back and you, you look into it and you meditate upon it, like, it'll sink in on a different mm -hmm. level each time that you meditate on it. Because I always tell people, the Bible is a compass that leads you to Christ, you know? So mm -hmm. it's, it's truly a compass that leads you to Christ. It's not just a book of stories. So every time you read the Bible, depending on what level you are spiritually, as you grow in Christ, you can read the exact same scripture and it'll resonate on a deeper level. Yeah. Each time that you're growing in Christ, that same scripture, you can see like, oh my God, like it, it gets deeper. It's more than just this mm -hmm. at, at face value. You know, even with reading the story of Adam and Eve, you know, like we were taught in the Bible, like Sunday school, it was just mm -hmm. two naked people standing in the in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you want to go deep with it, if you really want to go deep with it, you know, Adam and Eve, they were light body beings. They didn't have skin. God clothed them with skin. And if you want to go deep with it, their eyes were closed. Their eyes, when they bit into the apple, their their fist, their eyes was open so they were seeing but they were seeing with their spiritual eyes and so mm -hmm. their carnal eyes were open and they were looking at the angels and they saw that the angels were wearing clothes but they were naked and so that was why they began to want to clothe themselves so it, it, mm. it it's so much deeper than sunday school but you learn the word according to where you are spiritually mm. so as you grow in christ you can go back and like i said read the exact same verse and then you realize okay I read this verse in the sixth grade, but now reading it, you know, I'm realizing that this is it. It's, this isn't on the, on the surface level of what I thought it was, you know? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I, I'm no, I, I am, I'm thoroughly enjoying this, this, this uh, conversation. And I'm also thoroughly like impressed with your knowledge. So like, <laughs> cause no, no, cause no, cause real talk, real talk. Some people, some people like, and again, like this is not be, not being. This is no slight to nobody. Like sometimes people they come on and they'll like or not come on here, but they'll like put up a like this facade. But like like you really like know what you're talking about. Like you like you've seen like you 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 dug like deeper to a night to a nice good place. I'm not trying to like dig you up like yeah. I know ev yes, everybody everybody's still learning. But like no, like no, I I am commending you on like what you've done so far that yeah i mean it, it it definitely helps um to be plugged into you know if you really want to grow in christ you need to have a spiritual father or a spiritual mother someone mm -hmm. who is you know more mature than you mm -hmm. and i'm a firm like i so there are there are leaders in christ that i follow like i don't know if you've heard of him but prophet lovey um Prophet Lovey, L-O-V-Y, like I, hmm. you know, I'm a member of his church is out in California. I never would have thought that I would be a member of a church that's out in California. And yeah. I live here in Arkansas. Um, but I go back and forth. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> this guy is deep. Like, you think I'm deep? No, that, you know, he's deep, you know. And, you know. What part of California? Huh? What part of California? Jimmy Valley, California. It's about 45 Ooh. minutes from L.A. Really, really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what that he's is. Deep. 
So there are, there are, you know, spiritual, like he's a spiritual father for me, you know, um, you know, prophetess Taryn, you know, that's another person that people can follow. Um, you know, prophet hope. These are people that I've connected with that, you know, I've discovered, you know, Holy spirit has, has led me to discovering them and has, you know, I've connected with their ministries. I listen to them. And so it's good to have a teacher because, you mm -hmm. know, Anytime God wants to elevate you, he points you to a man. He points you to someone. So if God wants to bless you or elevate you, he will point you to somebody. He's, it's like, you know, and mm -hmm. anytime the devil wants to sabotage the assignment that God has placed on your life, guess what he's going to do? He's going to point you to somebody. So you're either going to be pointed to the right person or you're going to be pointed to the wrong person. You're either going to be connected to a person that's going to elevate you or you're going to be connected to a person that is going to sabotage the assignment of what God is doing in your life. And so, mm -hmm. you know, even taking it down to like, you know, on a, um, on a surface level, when I wanted to elevate in my career, you know, God pointed me to Monica Hill, my broker, you know, mm -hmm. so God didn't just say, okay, elevate i'm about to throw all this no he pointed me to somebody who i can call my mentor so it's the same way when you're growing spiritually you know god will point you to a person when you are getting ready to be elevated mm -hmm. in your career god is going to point you to someone who has the capacity to elevate you and this is why relationships and the people that we connect ourselves with is so yes. important it's super important because corrupt characters of people, it can destroy, it can destroy your heart. So you have to guard your heart and be very mindful of the connections of the people that's in your life. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's I how I, that. that is, you know, as I begin to draw closer to God, as God began to reveal things to me, you know, God pointed me towards, you know, people within the kingdom that was, that's on a completely different level than me. But he pointed me to them because he's like, okay, I see she want to grow. Let me connect her to some people that's on a deeper level so that she mm -hmm. can grow. And same way with real estate, you know. Awesome, awesome, man. That's that's good, man. That's good. And I, I'm so glad I was able to, like, you know what I'm saying, connect with you here. And, um, you know what I'm saying, we were able to talk about this and talk about the real estate prior to this. Like, I, I'm really glad to have had you on. You know, I don't, I don't know if we've ever met in person. I don't, think, no. I don't think we actually have. I don't think we actually have. Yeah, I tend to just like, if it's not like God work in school, like I just kind of like to stay out the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm everywhere. Like I, I go too many places. I'm always going somewhere new. But like, I think that's, that's part of, that's part of like, I guess part of my own like story and part of like, like how um, I'm able to get to where like God wants me to be is that if if I get that thing that tells me like this is it go here I go like that's it that's it it's not an if it's 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 a win it's like when do I go because a lot of a lot of times people are like okay go here boom and they take off running like no I'm like well when like you told me to go but like when I'm in this direction like just tell me when it's good to go and I'll I'll go. Cause you know what I'm saying? Cause you don't want to, you don't want to outpace your blessing. Like that's, that's just me personally. It's, 
it's very it's good to know your when your appointed seasons and the timing is. You don't want to do something that's outside of God's timing because you want God to go before you and to prepare your way. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, be mindful of the appointed seasons that you're in and when it's mm-hmm. your timing to move. God will give you a certain level of peace when it's your time to move in a certain direction. He will give you confirmation. He will give you peace based on whatever level you are spiritually. He will reveal himself to you and, mm-hmm. and let you know, like, you've got the, you've got my blessing in this. You've got the green light. Or he may tell you, you know, no, you need to pivot or you need to stop or you need to chill. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I would heed anyone to, you know, I'll admit, like my own personal, like, cause I ha- I do have, I do have these encounters with God. And so, you know, I did say in the video that I've had encounters where I've talked to Jesus and like I said, I've spoken with him and it was just nothing but rays of light that was coming off his face. And when you're having those spiritual encounters, you're not talking with your mouth, you're talking telepathically. But, you mm-hmm. know, I say that to say there was this one time, even recently, where mm-hmm. I thought about doing something that was outside of God's appointed timing. And, you know, God gave me this, this close vision and showed me exactly what would happen as a warning if I did something that was outside of his appointed timing. And not only did he give me this vision, and it was like a movie, and he, like, showed me exactly what would happen, but he struck me with lightning. Like, he literally, like, I will, he struck me with lightning, for real. And when I came back, like, into my, into what I would call it, when I came back to reality, like, I remember, like, my back was hurting. My back was hurting, and then my shoes that were, like, in my closet, I have my, my home is so perfectly organized, and I have my shoes mm-hmm. in my closet, and they're so perfectly organized, but the entire shoe rack just fell. It just fell. Mm. And I remember sitting there, and I was just like, okay, so I got it. Don't do that. I won't do that. I won't do that. And so now, it's funny, but now, to this day, like, you know, if you know, you know, you know, you have every thought that comes to your mind, you have to take it captive. And the word of God tells you that you have to mm-hmm. take it captive because not every thought is going to be a thought from God. You know, there are thoughts that, you know, don't come from God. You have to take it captive. So now if I get a thought that doesn't align with what God's will is for my life, I'm like, you know what, devil, I'm not about to sit up here and get struck by God for you. Cause mm-hmm. <laughs> He's already dealt with me, and it's just like mm-mm, that the relationship yeah. of where I've grown spiritually, it's like God will chin check me a lot quicker than He may yeah. chin check the next person because you know I'm, I may be on a on a different level spiritually, you know. Whereas somebody else who might be a baby in Christ, they may have more grace to mess up. Whereas God is looking at me like, girl, you know better, so you need to act like you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. That's true. That's, that's very true. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. No, no, it's not good. Yeah. Hmm? It gets deep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It does get deep. It gets deep. It gets deep, man. Um, wow. So is there any any closing thoughts or anything you want to leave the audience with uh, before we get up out of here? 
Um, well, I would say to take your relationship with God very seriously mm -hmm. um, and to grow in Christ. And I, like I said, I know some people may say, you know what, like I'm not ready to, you know, be on that level where I'm having encounters, where I'm seeing angels and and that's okay. Like I said, we all can't be saved at the same time. We all can't right. be at the, on the same level at the same time, you know, but just still, it's about having a relationship, you know, so have, have a relationship, have an intimate relationship with Christ. And, and God will deal with you according to the level that you're on. And he will grow you and he will prosper you. you. He'll have his hand upon you. And there will be a certain level of grace on your life. Um, and the next thing I would say is, you know, use me as your realtor. <laughs> you know, I, I am a woman of integrity. I do believe in being honest and fair with people. My walk with Christ, you know, definitely helps. For me to treat people the way that, that I want to be treated and to walk in mm -hmm. love. And um, so you can't go wrong with using me as your realtor because you know you're going to be taken care of and you're dealing with an honest, upright person. Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> Do you want to give them your number one more time? That's 501-615-4602. All right. Y'all make sure y'all call in. Y'all check her out for the realty <laughs> stuff. You know what I'm saying? For your real estate needs, for your first home needs, you know, make sure you make sure you tap in with her. All right. So that's been episode number 214 of Homeroom with Smooth. Thank y'all so much for watching. We're out.